0: Log Talk Radio.
1: words is brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the united states armed forces men and women of police and fire services the doctors and nurses and first responders and first of first covid and especially the people in the stores who keep these shelves stocked during the pandemic tonight again we open the show in a very down mood. mode we've lost uh, another very valuable member of the society uh super zachary zen from the uh, uh, Florida Highway Patrol was killed uh, this morning, early this morning, in an accident while uh, pursuing a fraud. Uh, 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 with our deepest regrets from everybody here at the station and all our families, we send our deepest respect out to uh, the troopers and especially the troopers and the family. Well, Tony, it's uh echo Two old uh, S.O. guys to start the show, huh? What's that? Said, That's a heck of a way for the two old S.O. guys to start the show.
2: Yeah, it sure is. I hate to hear that.
1: Um, and he was pursuing a felony suspect.
2: Uh, I'm not quite sure what the charges are. I haven't heard anymore, but uh, always hate to hear about that happening.
1: Yeah. Hey, see, how are you doing tonight? Hey, how's it going, Bush? good. Feel real, real good. Real good. Uh, now, today I'm glad to hear your voice because you cheer me up.
3: <laughs> right. you, you, you cheer me up so much. Oscar <laughs> <right. Well>, <laughs> will be on. He'll
2: cheer you up. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, who hold we on with? Who are we on with? Tony, Caden, you and I and, right and,
2: now.
1: Bob's sick and Caden's working. Yeah. Tony oh, DeLoyer oh.
2: here. How can I help you?
3: <laughs> uh, well, how's it going, guys? How's it going, guys? He Be good here good. tonight. You know, this makes my this makes my week for the most part. I'm not I ain't going absolutely left. absolutely.
1: Hey, See, what do you think of Holly Holmes and uh, and uh, Kayla Harrison uh, uh, joining the uh,
3: UFC 300? Um. Uh, I know Holly Holmes. Uh, Holly Holmes is is extremely skillful, but she's a little aging when it comes to it. Mm -hmm. Um, As skillful as she is, the the younger, hungrier is going to catch up to you. You just can't do it forever. Right. And as as much as I appreciate Holly Holmes and. certain things and if she wants to go in now she's doing yes, sick. somebody's gonna grab mm-hmm. you I, I, holly holmes is an incredible striker mm-hmm. so somebody, like, right now uh, the older you get like that wrestling it's gonna leave her and holly holmes her strength is striking it can't catch mm-hmm. people the older you get you know the 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 the, the reflectors and your, and your timing is going to be off so she's going to be easier to kind of handle. I, I don't want to say that handle. But like she has good takedown defense. But she's uh, right now everything everything's gonna decrease. And I as much as I love Holly Holmes. I love Holly Holmes stand up. I, I I watched her box. Holly Holmes is extremely scope she's an extremely good go for a striker. But mm-hmm. you just can't do it. Mhm.
1: All right. Uh, Tony, what's your thoughts on uh, aging Keith Thurman calling out uh, Devin Haney?
2: Well, I think Keith Thurman's a much better fighter than Devin Haney, but uh, again, it's uh, the age part's the only thing. I I don't know. It depends. I, I saw him at the press conference. He looked pretty good uh,
3: with mm-hmm. you know, you
2: were talking about Zoo fighting Zoo here, you know, uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, he he looks really mm-hmm. good. He looks healthy. Um, I think he could probably take Haney if he could keep the gas in the chamber. He's a better fighter, so mm-hmm. that is definitely going to get Haney a run for his money for
1: sure. He's definitely uh, been keeping up with his his. Uh, um, uh, sparring and, and everything else at the at the gym and Dan tells me he's ready for zoo um, I, I guess I believe that it, would huh? be my next question oh yeah um, I, I, I,
3: what, what do you think see here's what I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna answer the first question first Hay is way too little for the 147 pounds even if he, we're talking about Anybody at one forty seven of any quality handy is, is, is honestly you know, people see him and they fought Pro Gray and he was one hundred sixty five. You can't do that at Welterweight. They, they, they right. you know, the clip's a little different at Welterweight, you know, things he thinks he can get away with at lighter weight where he was hitting uh Pro Gray. He moved better than Pro Gray. That's what you know, people worried about the weight difference. It wasn't a weight difference. It literally was a skill difference. Pro Gray, like me and Ty called me even before the fight. It, and and mm-hmm. I took into account that they were way darn near the same. Mm-hmm. Pro Gray is not the mover Devin Haney is. He's not the the boxer. Pro Gray is a trench fighter. And mm-hmm. as a trench fighter, you're not going to beat Devin Haney unless you get him in the trenches. And you have to be a special fighter, you know, to get him in attention at special times. Even though Machenko mm-hmm. at his advanced age, Machenko's still like, he's still capable at at the, his age, but even he had to navigate, you know, dealing with him outside boxing. So, mm-hmm. like, we knew he was going to do a program. The weight didn't mm-hmm. matter. Um... So, but when he moves, if he moves up to 147, no, he he's not going. to – that's a whole different league, to be honest. Now, the uh, the main question to me is Keith coming against Tim Zill. I love Keith. I love Keith today. Here's the fight Keith? I think he's going to get hurt. I'm going to be totally honest. I love Keith. I don't care about training. What I care about is he's been out almost four years, and he's moving up and he's fighting a guy who's considered the monster at that division. No tune-up fights beforehand. Not at welterweight, and he's not even tasting middleweight. You know, he's not tasting middleweight at a lesser lesser clip. He's going up there fighting a dude who's kind of considered – you know, since since Charles kind of been out the picture, well, not out the picture, but he hasn't been line. Like Tim Zhu is the is the guy at middleweight, at junior middleweight right now, and Keith is moving up the fight. I I I don't I I love Keith. I do not like it. I I see him getting beat up in this matchup and I hate to say it, it hurts my heart. But Keith is a good fighter, he's a good but too many things do not match up. Um and, and, and me and Ty talk about it, Ty said it, 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 he has the tools some tools to pull it off. And if he does then every time Ty say I said, uh oh, nah Keith's not gonna win. I just I like I'm I'm trying my best to think about it and this like to me it's not even a cash fight. Keith has a a money matchup. Uh, it's a legacy fight and I think Keith sees something in Tim zoo that we all don't see. Mm-hmm. I'ma be honest. Um Tim Zo at welterweight would give Keith trouble. I, now I think Keith would win
0: off of welterweight.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Not at junior middleweight. At junior middleweight, I think Keith is going to get chopped up. And I hate to say it, I think he's not going to be able to keep Tim Zo off from stopping from with Tim Zu, who does. Tim Zhu's not a. Mm-hmm. He's not going. He's not really a one punch guy. He's a you know consistent work weight break you down guy. Pretty good defense as he comes forward and chopped you up. I don't see Keith stopping that. I don't see him moving up in weight and stopping. Um, yeah, I, I love Keith to death, but I think he bit. He, he didn't. He bit the whole trip. He bit the whole trip, mm-hmm. and you can't bite the whole trip. I, I think that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: but there, there's another one out there that's. Uh... He's glaring at us uh, all the time. Uh, Michael Chandler is calling out uh, Conor McGregor again. Uh, Z, what's your thoughts? <laughs>
3: um, it's a good time to call Conor McGregor out. He's sort of like Keith. He hasn't fought in in few years. Um, mm-hmm. And, Michael, uh, I mean, I think there are guys who would give Conor a better fight, but that's perfect. No, he, Chandler, he's supposed to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope he gets the fight. it, it make, right now. It'll make an interesting fight. I think, um, like years when Connor was more in practice, Connor would have dominated uh, Chandler. He, uh, they fought before, and I think he beat. Yeah, he beat be Chandler. He's mm-hmm. be pretty good. Um, but out of practice is out of practice we seen Deontay Wilder two-step his way out of a, out of a fight mm-hmm. because he was so much out of practice that he couldn't even pull a trigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, it's hard to – you can spar all you want. You can work it, it. But that live action is a little different. That opponent is not your smart partner. That guy's better. People don't – you know what I mean? You can spar all you want, but the guy mm-hmm. in front of you is always going to be better your sport, partner you have to prepare for mm-hmm. everything getting better and i think guys don't do that um kind mm-hmm. of mcgregor's just out of practice he's not going to sit up there and a guy like michael chandler he's not going to eat grappling and all that he, he can do bigger guys He can strike with faster guys he's not going to run into a guy like michael chandler until he fights michael chandler again and right now i do <laughs> not pick Conor mcgregor to beat Anybody has quality. You. you have to be a practice okay. to, to to be that good. If you want to, if, mm-hmm. I mean, like everybody talks about Floyd Mayweather, this and, this and that. He practiced regularly. He fought. Like I uh-huh. wasn't. You know, he didn't. Like he always was on the schedule. That means something. Mm-hmm. If you're a fighter, okay. you have to fight.
1: All right. Hey Tony, I don't know if you knew that the, uh, there was breaking news come out this afternoon that Tyson Fury suffered a uh, severe cut, sparring. Uh, uh, so they reset the date uh, for the uh, uh, Fury Usyk fight. Um, when that does occur, now we have we realize that there is a maybe a five or six inch um, height difference which means the, the wingspan is going to be a lot different. Does Yuzick stand a chance?
2: I still think he stands a chance on
1: it, and I think
2: there's probably more to this than Tyson Fury getting a cut on his hand or whatever, his head. Or I heard it today myself. I think there's a little bit more involved that we don't know about. I still think that after Tyson getting knocked down by that uh Megano guy or whatever, I think that did something to him. And I think that uh, I think he's a little worried personally. Now, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a rough fight for Uzik, but Uzik does stand a chance. And I think I think Tyson Fury is starting on that downhill descent. So, you know, one good shot maybe from Uzik, even though he's not the the most powerful hitter, but land a good shot uh, and could stay in on him. He can take it. Mm-hmm. But
3: yeah, he stands a chance for sure. Mm-hmm. Steve, what's your thoughts? I I agree with Tony, and I'm going to add a little more. And I'm pretty sure I said this. But right now, uh, on this day, I'm calling you. Usage mm-hmm. is going to chop Tyson Fury up. Tyson Fury does not, and I'm calling you, it, it's not going to be the hardest fight for Olsen. He's going to chop Tyson Fury up. Mm. Why? Because the Tyson Fury that fought could go, and that, that long-range guy, the, guy mm-hmm. the last time Ice King that died was when he, the first Deontay Water fight. Ever since mm. that first Deontay mm-hmm. Water fight when they had a the drill, All I've seen with Tyson Fury is come forward and lean. Come forward and -hmm. and use the weight. Tyson Fury has lost his legs. Mm -hmm. Tyson Fury takes every fight like he had to do Steve Cunningham. If if you remember that. By the way, Mm -hmm. Steve Cunningham went ahead and knocked him down. Mm -hmm. Now, we watched Deontay Wilder go ahead and knock him out a few times and he get up. Tyson Fury Mm -hmm. is tough. Here's the thing. Nobody is too, every, everybody, is chop a tree down, no tree is too tough to get chopped down. Tyson Fury doesn't mm-hmm. have a leg to deal with Uther. Not only that, you, you, you have to chop the ring to lean on people. And a guy like Usain can do it for 20 rounds. He can mm-hmm. move around and stick and move for 20 rounds, and he has enough respect on his punches. He's not, and, and Tony's exactly right. He's not the biggest hitter. He has enough respect on punches, but well, you, you have to stop this for one minute at times. You seen it with Jackson. will try to come at Thomas' boss for him, and he, he's gonna have to call. We're, we we hmm. have to understand something about Tyson too. He, he, he is not a mid-range fighter. Right. Patrick Fury is not a mid-range fighter. He's either distance or he's he's trying to put his weight on. Well, he's no longer distant. He's one-dimensional. A one-dimensional fighter does not beat Alexander Usher. But I'm calling it now. If, 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 I mean, if it happens before, you all know, please have a plate ready, but <laughs> I'm calling this out now. Yep. Usted is going to have a good fight. He's going to have an easy fight. I, think. I agree with him. Tony, I put, think he's right on the money.
1: Okay, so I should put you guys down for an order of uh, two crows? No.
2: I think you better get uh-huh. a bib ready because you're going to be eating a big patty. Oh I didn't say I was to. There we go, Tony. There we go.
1: Now, you got to admit, now,
2: Z, Z is seldomly ever wrong.
3: Now, I've been wrong. I've been <laughs> a, a bunch of shit. I damages. forgot that.
1: He is, our, he is our
3: technical expert. And, and I he saw him all is. things definite. Like, like, I'm iffy with a lot of things, but... Uh, I mean, I thought I so heavily before, but just the more we go into it and the more I've been looking at both fighters fight, the more recent more. I mean, I feel, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. The reverse of what's going to happen to Keith Thurman is going to happen to Tyson Fury. Yeah. What, what Keith Thurman should be doing. It, it, mm-hmm. gonna be I just think the opposite is going to happen to both guys. But I think uh, mm-hmm. you know knows who's going to put that weight on and he's going to chop him down. And I think Patrick mm-hmm. is not going to be able to do that to us. Uh-huh. It's, it, it's kind of eerily similar to me. But, um, you know, it's eerily early similar fights to me. You know. Style-wise. All right. Kind of style-wise. Really, at this point, style-wise. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's
1: go to our next expert, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, filmmaker himself, Mr. Uh, Ty Parquet, has joined Woo! us. Yeah. Hey, how's
3: everybody doing, man? Glad to hear uh, hear you guys' voice. How's everyone doing? We you, doing well. hey, miss you, brother. Miss you guys set. too, man. Hope all is well. Hope all is
1: well. Yeah. Hope you hope you're not working your fingers to the bone, literally, for that film company.
3: Uh, yeah, man. it's from sun up to sundown, but uh, got to get it done this year, so that's that's where we're at. Sure. Um, hey. I, yeah. So glad to hear everyone's well. Hopefully everyone's having a great start to their new year.
1: Yes, sir. How about you?
3: Wonderful. Wonderful.
1: How's Miss the baby
3: doing? Oh, they're doing well. Doing quite well, man. They're doing quite well. Thank you for asking. I'll, I'll give them okay. your love. Yeah, please do. Hey, all
1: right, here's here's one for you. I, I'm glad you're here. Shakar Stevens announced last week that he was going to uh, retire. Is that true or
3: not? You know what? Teofimo Lopez announced about a year and a half ago that he was going to retire, and that hasn't proven yeah. to be true. And I, I, I think whenever, uh, you know, uh, athlete, you know, especially a prodigious athlete with prodigious talent, says they want to retire mm-hmm. young, um, we know it's typically just frustration with the business of the sport. There and be it basketball, MMA, boxing, football. It's typically, yeah. typically frustration with the business side of the sport. Um, and mm-hmm. and I'll tend to believe that unless you know it's out two years and I'll start to say, hey, uh, but right now I, you know, I I think it's just frustration. And what it is is now with social media, everyone can voice how they feel. So. That's mm-hmm. something he might have just said to a friend, you know, in the 80s, but now you just post it on social media. So, you know, little, little yeah. hurt, but, but I doubt it, seriously. And, and you okay. know what? I think, I, think, I think Shakur, for him, he's not getting any big money fights lined up. He's not the biggest draw himself. And, yep. you know, as you say, it's not retirement, as Ty as said. It's for taking He's doing the frustration right now. He's
0: mm-hmm.
3: not the biggest. He's, like, he's not the biggest draw, and he's not. You he have to move up to get to his name. But to be honest, you have to go to one four. You have to. And I think Shakur is capable, but he's not ready, and he knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're holding Shakur back too, like Rito said. He. He's not a big draw. So he, what often happens, like, for instance, you know, supposedly Team Haney sent him an offer, but for him, the financial, uh, the financial you know, statements of that offer was not what he felt was standard for, you know, a guy like him. So he's being asked a lot of times because of his marketing value, he's being asked to take the short money in a big fight, and he doesn't want to do that. So he's really frustrated with the game. And social mm-hmm. media has been kinda kinda been on him about his fighting style. We say Shakur runs and we know boxing. And but, you know, people wanna see somebody, you know, die in a way. I'm gonna be honest. Social media doesn't know boxing. They just wanna see people watching got Shakur stop mm-hmm. Shakur, they they say he runs a lot. All right, well, mm-hmm. He gets criticized for that. And to where Ryan Garcia only has a left hook. Only has a left hook. I'm going to be honest about it. He only has a left hook. And I think him and Saquor match up weight for weight. I think Saquor would would kind of hurt Ryan. He's not like there's certain levels to this and there's certain skill levels. Ryan... But you know what? It's just like MMA, right? It's literally just like MMA where what's your market value? Balao Muhammad should be by all purposes. <laughs> he should be the guy who fights Leon Edwards next. He absolutely should be. However, the reason why that has been so slow you know, so reluctant for the trigger to be pulled is because he doesn't have marketing value as a shot shovkot rockmanoff or, or or someone like that. So mm-hmm. it's no different than with boxing. It you know, it comes to your market value and if you don't have market value a lot of times you get the short end of the stick. And you know Shakira's last fight was a stinker. It was it was an absolute stinker. Yeah. And then Devin performed really good against Devin uh, against Regis Progray, a guy considered more threatening. Whether that's true or not. Yeah. And so you know these things determine your market value, and you're only as good as your last performance in any kind of you know combat sport. Specifically, it's not like there's a season where it's like, oh, you know what? But next mm-hmm. week I'll whip it somebody's ass. No, no, you. You lost mm-hmm. it, and that's what they mm-hmm. think of you, especially social media, until you come back and redeem mm-hmm. yourself. So, and social media, listen, I, I love. I think Tank is, is one of the better fighters. Tank doesn't have a better resume than me than Delahaney. Not at this mm-hmm. point. And mm-hmm. Ryan no, Garcia has a much less resonating even Shakur Stevens. Who's the biggest guy Who's the biggest draw? The lesser guy is the biggest draw. The tank, with, with, with not a better resume than Devin Haney, is is, is probably the second better draw. The, core, the, the, the two guys, I think, kind of have the better boxing skill set are the lesser guys. The more defensively inclined guys, the more kind of seek you out and do what they're going to do, guys.
0: hmm
3: Hey Tony, I got a question for you. Uh, Isaac Cruz
1: versus uh, Raleigh Romero. That's uh, coming up uh, in uh, next month.
2: Yeah, yeah, that is the co-main event for the Thurman fight, and mm-hmm. I would love the press conference. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. Isaac is so laid back and just chill, and he knows he's going to just beat the shit out of Raleigh. And I will, I'll take three <laughs> sandwiches on that one. That's a three sandwich deal right there. Isaac goes. Cruz. Uh,
3: is I, I, ask the time I'm, I'm gonna eat with me. you. <laughs> me, that's the <laughs> me, I'm gonna eat right with you. Isaac Cruz is going to beat the hell out of Raleigh is, is too raw for that. He's too raw
0: oh,
3: yeah. to be uh, 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 He can't be that raw running to a guy who's a blunder. He's a technical blunder. Isaac Cruz is not a guy who you know he he he's really People think about boxing as being outside and moving around. Sugarcore and Devin Haney to be That's not Joe all- Flayrick was a hell of a boxer. Why? Because he's going to get in where he needs to go. when he needs to get there, and he's going to be effective when he gets there. That's how we're going to see this fight. He's going to oh, chop. I think he's going to chop. Uh, Raleigh up. Raleigh's going to come in bigger, and he's still oh. going to get chopped there.
2: Oh that, yeah. I
3: think that you go gonna come in business and you gonna get chopped down. I, it's gonna be a I, second uh, or third round knockout. I I like Cruz and I I don't care for Raleigh at all. And I don't think Raleigh's good. The the one thing that scares me, right? And if, if I were a betting man, hear me out. I don't if I were a betting man, which I am not,
0: um I only
3: bet on me, right? But if I were the guy and I always tell Zito, damn I should have bet on a fight because a lot of times they're Big upsets that I saw coming a mile away. But if I were a betting man, I would take a flyer out on Raleigh. Raleigh is the underdog. I think he's a two-to-one underdog. I would go ahead and put money on Raleigh. And the reason why, not that I think Raleigh's going to win, but the reason why I bet the dog in that fight is because Cruz is a small guy. He's very dense, right? But he's a short guy. And – He's coming up from 135 to fight Raleigh at 140. So that's the only thing that kind of concerns me. Raleigh's not a good fighter, but Raleigh's a big, rugged guy who's a hard puncher. He's and good. uh so I, I, I absolutely think Cruz is going to take Raleigh out. Um, I think he's going to beat Raleigh, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Raleigh caught Cruz with something catching in, Uh caught Cruz coming in. So, that's a fight I would bet the dog on, even though I do think the favorite is going to win.
2: After what, uh, he did the tank, after what Cruz did to Tank, Raleigh doesn't stand a chance. I mean, it, it ain't going to happen. He's going down second, third round. He's going to the hospital. He might be comatose for a couple of weeks, but he, he'll <laughs> get a nice payday. But,
3: well, 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 but what i going to say he's, he's, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tony.
2: No, I was just going to say he's, his eyes is going to be closed for a few weeks.
3: <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna say this: uh, the version of Tank that Cruz ran into, and, and, and I'm gonna give legitimized because I watched Tank fight. He had. I, I'm gonna give Tank this much: it looked like he did have a hurt shoulder or, or hurt something. Um, he, he was not the guy rallying for it. Yeah, I, I, and Tank was on the back foot for both fights. I, I remember Raleigh saying, he was on the back because for, for, for Raleigh was a bigger guy. The one thing I'm going to say is this. If, if, if Raleigh, I would agree with Ty, Is just one thing. If Raleigh was cleaner, if Raleigh was cleaner, I could agree with it. Um, and if Cruz was not as tough. At 135 to 140, I, I think Cruz is tough enough to take that especially when you see that wild stuff with Wally coming. Um, I just don't see... Wally's just not playing enough for a guy like Cruz, who's dealt with playing a, a lot more playing than Wally. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, here's another one I want to ask you guys about. Alexander Volkanovsky and Ilya Tupavira. Um Hi, right, what's your thoughts on that one?
3: Excuse me, I, I mean I got a favorite, Volkanovski. Right, he's basically, mm-hmm. you know, has proven himself as the featherweight goat in the fights at featherweight. Um, or, excuse me, please excuse me. Where he's completely undefeated in the UFC. Um, his loss, his loss came at lightweight against the champion. So you have to think if if he's not pushing it because he is thirty five, coming off a knockout. Um, you have to think he beats Teporia. Uh Taporia didn't do what everyone else did. He didn't get a chance to fight and lose to Max Holloway, because Max Holloway's basically been shutting down the contenders, so they didn't have Taporia fight Holloway for fear that, you know what, now we don't have another contender for Volkanovski. So, I've seen Tepora. I've been impressed. I'm not sure he's ready for Volkanovski unless Volkanovski is on the other side of his prime, which is, you know, it could be likely. One thing we know from combat sports is you don't typically see smaller guys last as long. You know, you, you have the anomalies like a Jim Miller, a Clay Greer. Well, Jim Miller is 170, like a Clay Greer. You know, they're the anomalies. But at 145, you have to – think that Alexander's pushing past his peak a little bit. And to me, that is the best chance for play I guess to win. I don't think uh, anybody right now beats Alexander Volkanovski at one forty-five unless he's less than. Okay.
1: Um, how about uh, is coming up uh, in the next week or two. Uh, and then uh, uh, Cage wants to fight the winner of his fight. So, I guess, put the combined question together. Uh, what, what chance does Oliveira uh, stand to get out of this next fight?
3: Z? Um, you said Oliveira's moving up, right? I don't like Oliveira yes, have... moving up. Now, it, it uh-huh. all depends. Now, who's he fighting? Because it all depends uh-huh. on oliveira I starved Kia in. Right. I, I
1: can't it pronounce might be, name
3: It might be a matchup that, that they're trying to set up for him to move up, but uh-huh. of, when, when you have that fighting style the where it's give him, take him, you don't move mm-hmm. up with that and, and just be successful. You can't be a trade-off guy and move up and be successful. I, I mm-hmm. that, that, like except for if you're Roberto Durant and he even had to alter his style. So if, if like if he could alter his style, yeah. But no, I, I don't. I don't see him there. He might win this one. I don't know, but I don't see him successful moving up at all. Okay, Ty, so what do you think about Oliveira versus KG? Well, it, just to let you guys know, it's not a move up in weight. It's, it's 55 where both of them fight. I don't know if okay. you guys remember Ar- Armin security I can't pronounce his last name. His first name's Armin. Yeah, I can't
0: either.
3: Uh, you. know, he came into the UFC, and one of his first matches was against Makachev. And, uh, you, you know, he held his own. He lost the decision, but he did pretty well. And since then, he's moved up the rankings and, you know, lost a very close decision to uh, – Ma- Murray oh, Demra who's also a title contender um and the thing about Armin was when he came into the UFC he was young and so he's mm-hmm. grown and he's gotten into his prime and this is a very dangerous matchup in fact uh it's a d- dangerous matchup for Oliveira but Dustin Poirier also has a very similar matchup both Oliveira and Dustin Poirier are fighting guys in Armin, however you say his last name, and for Dustin Poirier, he's fighting a French guy, Saint Denis. They're fighting guys mm-hmm. who are ranked lower than them, younger than them, uh, on a very uh, you know nice winning streak in the UFC, and guys that are hungry, which you don't see a lot of times. You don't see it in MMA as much or in boxing where you have an established contender. Uh, especially an established contender who's a veteran, fight down in the rankings against a young up-and-coming guy. So these mm-hmm. are two pivotal matchups. This could either propel the future or keep status quo. Um, right now, I, you know, I, I, you have to favor uh, Oliveira because of his championship experience in pedigree and what he's shown you. Uh, with mm-hmm. At the same time, uh, this could be a – very difficult fight for him because Armand is a great wrestler, but he's also young and dynamic and explosive. So it's a very interesting fight and a very pivotal fight uh, for the futures of both men for their career trajectories. Okay. Butch, but, but um, do you mind if I have uh, get real fans get Ty's take on two fights? First fight, um, because I, I, I've called two definite things. I, I have to eat. I have two clips of crow waiting for me. Uh, the first fight is Usyk and uh, Fury. I- I've called a definite thing on that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. you,
3: know, you know what? I- I've said it. I've said it several times, right? Usyk is my guy. He's my absolute favorite fighter in the game today, and has been mm-hmm. since he was probably you know in his mid twenties. With that said, I do think he loses this fight. Um, I- there are things I could. say. There, there's a path, you know, to victory to them. and and I know, uh-huh. Vito. I know, I know what you feel. Um, and I, actually, I heard what you said. I, I heard what you said earlier uh, when you were giving your breakdown. Um, and I just, I personally just think, uh, I think without dynamic one punch power, um, I think, to, I, I. Here's what it comes down to. I just think Tyson Fury Fury can win seven rounds uh, before Usyk. It's just that simple. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get into a a big, prolonged, uh, ponderous breakdown. It just, when you're watching a fight, it's just really who can win seven rounds. And I do think it's going to be a close fight, um, but I'm going to lean towards a favorite, unfortunately, because I do want Usyk to win, and I hope, Zito, I heard your breakdown, and I hope Everything you said is spot on. But I just believe Tyson Fury's going to win seven rounds before Lusick does. Okay. Okay. The so second fight is um, Keith Summon against Tim Zo. Yeah, I don't know why Keith did this. Where? How come we can't get Keith on the show? Because I don't want to be like Keith. So you decide to take two years off, come back, move up <laughs> the weight, and fight a young killer. Are, are, how much is the check? When you, see Keith, when you see Keith, say, how much is the check? Or, wow. or have you decided? Have you decided after two years, you know what? I took, I took a couple years off. And because, because of these injuries, I didn't have the sustained success in my career I should have. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Since I still have something in the tank, the way for me to achieve greatness is to do this. Because Keith was on a trajectory for greatness. His injury great. sidetracked him. His injury uh-huh. sidetracked him. With that uh-huh. being said, mm-hmm. this is a shot at greatness. If Keith pulls this off, he's going he's gonna to be considered a great fighter. Um, with that okay, being yeah. said, I like Keith, but I think Keith is going to get stopped. I think he's going to get stopped.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I do. I do. I think it's, it, he's going to get bludgeoned. Um That's how I see this fight going. Uh, It it would have been interesting a few years ago um, when Zoo was a little bit more raw and Keith was a little bit more fresh. But Mm -hmm. wrong guy, wrong time. Wrong guy, wrong time. Too big, too much pressure, too strong, uh, will not be deterred. Um, And Keith is going to make Keith – he's going to run Keith hot, if you know what that is. Means in boxing terms, he's going to run Keith hot. I mean, he's going to make Keith, Keith moves a lot anyway. But Keith is really going to have to move to stay in the fight. X-ray. X-ray. Yeah, he's going to run Keith hot. He's going to he's going to get Keith out of there late. I hate to say this, and and you know, if, if Keith's on the radio, I say Keith, this is what I believe, man. But prove me wrong. Prove you are great, because this is this is a shot of greatness. This is how you people you want to be a legend. This this'll do it.
1: This'll do it. Mm-hmm. to do because
3: this is a this is a big ask, and uh, you know uh, what? Yeah, big ask. Yeah, I, 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 I think, another. Uh, I think you know, I biting, I think he but, tried to bite the whole tray. here. Yeah. tried to bite the whole tray.
1: Yeah. All right. Here's another uh, uh, one that's out there. The Mongolia's people are now trying to hook up with Canelo. Um, you know that that. Uh, what do you think of that this, uh, how that's going to end up, uh, Tony? Well,
2: I'm going. I, I I I know we talked about Jaime being the knuckle dragger on the last show, and he kind of impressed me with this last yep. fight. You know, he uh, I don't personally remember ever seeing him fight like that, um, and he he got my attention. I'm like, okay, well, this is what you should have done ten fights ago. Because you haven't been interesting at all to watch. But that was a good fight. But I still think Canelo's got enough in the tank that he could take Jaime down. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's going to be a good choice right now for uh, Munguia to take. Because with that perfect record he's got, he's picking and barking up the wrong tree.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, What do you think, Ty? No, I mean, first of all, I completely uh, concur with Tony. That was, um, you know, especially against somebody who's uh, sturdy and someone who's a fringe contender, which is, you know, honestly the the quality Munguia has been fighting at. Um, But considering his opponent, that was, you know, quite easily the most impressive performance I've seen uh, out of Munguia since he stopped Sodom Alito alive on a stage all those years ago. It's a very impressive performance. Um, I, I'm not, you know, I won't do comparison shopping with his performance versus uh, Canelo's with Ryder because for Canelo it was a get-back fight off his injury. He took it completely differently. Um, with that said, Munguia loses to Canelo, but he's more alive now. He's more alive now just because he's a big, active guy, and Canelo just doesn't like activity. He's not He doesn't want all that activity, but Munguia is just way too open for Canelo not to tee off on. With that said, it's still a fight I don't think is in the making. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a fight I thought Canelo – let me say this. Canelo's either going to fight Munguia or Jamal Charlo. It's just, it's just quite that simple. He's not going to fight Benavidez, mm-hmm. not yet. Not saying he won't, but right now I think – if for for guys like Benavidez, Charlo, Canela or Benavidez, Charlo, Mungia, every fight is an audition for the for the Canelo payday. And let's just say that Monguilla passed his audition with flying colors. hmm Okay. Um I'm gonna I I, I I'm gonna disagree with you, Antonio. I'm gonna be honest. My dude, he was the same, my dude, he fought a shot, John Ryder, and got hit way too much. My dude, he didn't show me anything different outside of him being bigger and fighting a shot. A shot. We've seen John Ryder fight before. I just I watched a shot version of John Ryder fight, my dude. I a dead shot version of it. My gear and my gear got nailed way too much by this guy, and, and if Don Ryder was a semblance of himself, he given my gear hell on nail. No, my gear to me, least track Like he looked the same guy. He looked just—he's he, he, always gonna be digging out. He didn't have any new answers to his game, and he didn't do anything different. No, my gear to me, like my gear—he. He, he he, 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 no. He didn't, he didn't pass anything with brown colors. To me. The guy fought a shot thing and he looked the same dude. He got hit by a shot guy right a He hit, he got hit way too much by, the, no. My beard did not look good to me. He didn't, I'm, I'm sorry. He really did not look good to me. Like, out. And he didn't, like, I don't see him like Canelo. No, no, no. No. They're talking about Canelo fighting, uh, he might be fighting um, Jamal Oates fighting Terrence Crawford. They're talking about, nah, so, nah, I mean, my did, to yeah, Canelo, it'll be an easy fight for him, but, I mean, and people are talking about, I don't, I just didn't see anything from him. I'm sorry. Uh, like mm-hmm. Zino, what did that, you say? You know, yeah, what he did you say? He didn't audition right for me. Zino, you said you said no. He did audition well. What did you just say? You you just said the key. You said it'd be an easy fight for Canelo, but people are talking about it. That's a great that's audition. A it that's is, but you know what. This, but the think about was, it. That's a, that's a great audition, being, That's a great audition. He didn't show. Uh, he, he didn't he show he that he's, he's vulnerable and yet yeah. people are excited for the fight all of a sudden. That's a great audition.
1: Yeah.
3: You're right. Tony, You're right. You it is a popular audition. You're right.
1: What's the, uh, what's the, the thought here? There's, it looks like the, the Crawford-Spence uh, rematch is a no-go. Tony?
2: I kind of figured that would happen.
1: Um,
2: at this point, I don't, I don't even think I'd even bother watching it. I mean, Terrence Crawford did what he needed to do and, and he impressed me on I I was an Errol Spence guy, my boy lost. I gotta give it to Terrence Crawford. I mean he's the man and I don't think Errol Spence wants another piece of that right now.
1: That doesn't shock I, me.
3: Well from from what I from what I from everything I've read, Errol Spence does want another piece of it. But uh you know it's a couple things. Terrence Crawford uh, it's you know apparently a sticking point with the weight. You know, the other thing too is 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 you, you just heard Tony. Tony's like yo, you know, Errol Spence is my guy, but I don't need to see it again. They're, the public demand is yeah. not there for it. That's the other thing. The public demand is not there for it because it was so one sided. And I'm I'm with Tony. I like to, I'd rather see both fighters moving on. What
1: do you think,
3: uh, Z? I think Spence will retire. I honestly think, I think, I think he's, he's honestly occurred too much damage physically. Car accidents, um, when he gets here, fight. Uh, a little bit of, he, he dominated. Let's say corporate and put the cap on his career to me. I think that honestly, just physically, he can't go through too much and be the same guy. He can't fight like that level was done for him. You know, it's just too much physical damage. I think he's done uh, uh, on that level. He can fight a little bit more, but Betsy's style, to me, I think he's a retire because everything's, a, everything's always a war perspective. You can't do war no more. War no more. Okay. War no more. Okay. Um, Tony, what about,
1: uh, I understand now that the Betsy Davis and uh Hayden fight is... Uh if that were to occur what what's your thoughts on that? You cut out a little bit, you said Devin, Haney and who? And Tank Davis.
2: I oh well, first of all if they'd happen, Haney can go ahead and just kiss it goodbye because it's over forever. He doesn't stand a <laughs> chance with Tank Davis. No way. And I would love <laughs> to see Haney get his ass whooped. I mean I really have been waiting and it's coming. But he did put mm-hmm. on a good fight this last time. I will give that to him. But he still never, he'll never take Tank Davis down. If that goes down, yeah. that's an easy win for Tank. But I don't i don't think that would go right now. <laughs> he it definitely, he definitely would definitely be crazy that
1: he put his title up against that right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, Ty, what, what do you think uh, pulled that off? Do you think it's a business end or what?
0: Uh, well, the uh,
3: a lot of things. It's all business, right? Make no mistake. All right. fighters always want to fight each other. Right? They're not, they're not afraid of each other. What it is is business. And number one, they're on two different promotional sides of the streets, first and foremost. The other thing, too, is, is weight is a huge sticking point. Even though Tank has fought once at 140, he's a 135-pound fighter. Devin Haney's 140. And Devin Haney is not going to come down to 135. When he, you know, and Tank is not going to go up to 140 to fight Devin Haney, so I, I don't get into I don't get into to, to the the trash talk of fights that are non starters. Right now, this is a non starter. Um, in fact, Team Devin Haney has been going back and forth with Ryan Garcia because Ryan Garcia is 140. So, and Ryan Garcia did send an offer. His team sent an offer to Devin Haney, and Devin Haney said. Yes, that's true. They did send us an offer. And we're talking about. it. So that's uh-huh. something where you know an offer has been sent. Social media stuff—that's a non-starter until they start sending paperwork, man. Right. Z, yeah, what do you think about? Also, and, honest, okay. I'm sorry. and Wally, I mean Devin Henry and and, and Saint Davis, the fight could be made to be honest. And I've been be kind of searching those to him, but it's wait. Devin Handy, has, he, does, he does not want to fight out of catch weight. That's the whole sticking point. Devin mm-hmm. Handy, like, like he, he, he wants to come in, you know, hydrated the way he comes in hydrated, where he's comfortable at. I can't argue with right. that, but at the same time... Is are fighting at 140? Yeah, I mean, Davis is gonna make 140? And hey, hey, trying hey to Zito, real quick. Five five got, five. I'm going like, like, you know. just tell you, to be, you know, Certain things have to be, you know, in order. I understand both sides of the same. Hey, Zito, um, I don't know if you know this, but on the Regis, I admit, I've been meaning to tell you this, but I keep forgetting. The Regis Haney fight, Devin Haney, Devin Haney against Regis Progray rehydrated. From 140 to the night of the fight was 165. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
1: Tank, yeah, David, Tank is so, Tank
3: is not that big. Point blank, that's what I'm saying. That rehydration clause, David yeah, Andy man, does not want to sign. He he said no rehydration clause with nobody he fights. That to me is, I mean, and and to a point. When you're a fighter, I understand why. I understand exactly why he wants to be bigger. Because Bezir Haney is not the most physically impressive you know, imposing guy. Coming Well, or you going. know what? We this is true, but every fighter wants every fighter wants an advantage. That's just human nature. We, we all want an advantage. For he'd, he'd rather fight at 135 and make Devin boil himself so yeah. like the way Tanana started there are two different weight classes two different promotional outfits they're not sending contracts yeah. to each other they're just talking shit on social media it's a exactly. mm-hmm. so the Ryan Garcia fight is kind of closer to make, mm-hmm. but at the same time we see what just happened with Raleigh and uh, Raleigh and Ryan
1: mm-hmm. so
3: promotion, Yeah. Like the promotion you just don't know where it's going to go yeah.
1: How about uh, uh, tonight, Tony, uh, we got uh, Connor Ben versus uh, Peter Dobson. Um, what's your thoughts? Oh,
2: i going to lean on Connor Ben, I think, on this one. Okay. I'm not real up on both those two, but I, I think Connor Ben will pull it off.
3: Okay. What do you think, Ty? Peter Dobson is 16-0 and 0 with nine knockouts, and uh, he, no one's heard of him. Um, this is a comeback fight for Conor Ben because he's been out for a while. Um, and the reason why he's out for a while is the reason why I don't care about this fight. He's out for a while because he failed all sorts of drugs tests. And, um, you know, he, he got caught with steroids in his system. And so until he uh, has a couple fights uh, where he tests clean, um, then I'll start to pay attention again. Um, as far as him fighting a nondescript opponent, when he's been dirty, nah, I could care less. Mm-hmm.
0: See, and he's gonna <laughs>
3: win. He's not fighting somebody who's gonna threaten him. You know, and mm-hmm. here's what I'm Here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it turns into a big, big baby Melendez Duboc situation. That's what I'm hoping for. When you touch dirty. The next fight, when you come back, I need to see that. I need to see you, you, you get proven. Because if you come into a sport where you're not hitting a ball, you're hitting a person, then when you come back, I don't want to say you need to get you know your ass whipped, but you need to see what you're about. You need to make sure you're not about what you've been putting in your system. Hey Butch, do you you remember bought, we had uh, Stevie Cunningham on the show, and he was talking about suing Antonio well, Carver. He said, "I right? yeah, sue yeah, 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 man. You know, yeah, yeah, you're not hitting the, you're not the damn ball. You're hitting the person's head. That that, yeah, you need to, that needs to be suable. So uh, you, when we come back, we need to see figure that Mm-hmm. Mhm. All
1: right. How about? Uh, we got uh, TFP, oh, Wait a minute, uh, Oscar Valdez and Liam Wilson. Uh, who wants to hand that, uh, Tony? I
2: doubt I could care less. But I'll pass the buck on that one. Ooh. Z? Yeah, that doesn't even interest me.
3: Uh, Oscar Valdez, I know. Liam Wilson, Charles uh, kind of uh Liam Wilson, Liam Wilson. It sounds familiar, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with like I know Oscars out there. I don't know uh emotions. No. I, I, I yeah, so I have to you know. Well, how about uh, Tony? How about
1: Teo T- 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 Lopez and uh, Jermaine Ortiz uh, tonight? I think Teo Teo take that one.
2: He's uh he's mm-hmm. on a comeback. I mean, he's he's been proving himself again. Yeah, you know, since it's lost or whatever, but uh, yeah, he'll be all
3: right. Hey okay. Ty, yeah, you know what? I like T- I like Tia too. Too Jermaine, Jermaine Ortiz. If you guys aren't familiar with him, he's the one who fought and gave Vasiliy Lomachenko a really tight fight right before mm-hmm. Lomachenko went and fought uh, uh, Devin Haney, um, and so he he. he, he I question, and this is something I learned a long time ago with Donovan, Razor, Ruddick. You question a guy whose reputation is built off a law. I question those guys. So I question how good Jermaine Ortiz is. Yes, he gave Lomotenko a great fight but that doesn't mean he's good enough to do anything with Piafimo Lopez. Right? I, I got a favorite Piafimo Lopez. Same thing with Izak Cruz. I'm I'm letting you know. I, I, I like him over Raleigh. But remember, we're rating Izak Cruz over a loss. I learned a long time ago you don't necessarily rate somebody off a good loss. Um. So we'll see. We'll see. Donovan Grazer-Ruddick coming off the Tyson fights, he looked like the man. And then Lennox Lewis wiped the canvas with him. And I learned, that you can't rate somebody off of a loss. (laughs) Just because they gave somebody a great fight in a loss, doesn't mean they're that winner you think of. So I gotta like Teofimo Lopez until proven otherwise. Okay. Uh, 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 Um, what are we rating Wally off of? Like as a cruiser, we rate him off a loss. What are we rating Wally Romero off of? I don't rate Wally Romero at all. That's the thing. I don't rate him off a loss. He (laughs) sucks. (laughs) <laughs> no, he's <terrible>. I,
1: exactly. <laughs>
2: okay. I got one for you. There's, there yeah. seems to be some chatter here this last day or two, and I, I don't know if it'll happen, but uh, it seemed like it was getting strong with uh, uh, Deontay Wilder and Mike Tyson actually going at it. And, whoa. Yeah. I, I, at first, I was like, nah playing around but it seems to be kinda of going, going to fruition. It's gonna be a money thing, I'm sure, but um that would be an interesting fight.
3: Is it an exhibition?
2: I guess, but uh, I, I'm assuming that's what it is, but
3: it seems yeah. to
2: be gaining some uh, some legs real quick.
3: hmm We you know how money makes things go crazy in in crystal cost. I mean, that'd be a good fight.
2: You got Mike that still got some in him. And I don't you got think that to be a good fight at
3: all. Still got some in him. I think that's going to be a start. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I'm hey, watching Deontay, Deontay's side step with Joseph Parker. Mike Tyson is almost 60 years old. That's not, that's the that's, one that's you can't do that. You can't do that. I don't. I don't like the matchup. I don't like it at all. Hey, all
1: right. Here's the, the last one I have on my list: is uh, Vasily Lomachenko and uh, uh, Jorge Gumbosis. Um Tony, what's your thoughts? Kambosis washed up. Lomachenko all the way. Okay,
3: Ty. I I you know what? I gotta slightly disagree with uh Tony. I don't believe Cambos is long stuff. I don't believe his ass is ever clean. <laughs> yeah, nice Lomachenko Lo is gonna put on the show, man. He's gonna look like he's gonna fly. <laughs>
2: you were scared me there for a second. I'm like, Oh my god.
3: I'm the guy who's going to do the caveat. Uh-oh.
0: That
3: was funny. I'm the guy who's going to do the caveat. If Lomachenko has a bit of washed up this, then Cambosi can be on his ass all night. In my language, Gambosis can be on his ass all night if Lomachenko has a bit of washed up From the last fight i seen, yeah, he, he's going to chop. I mean, uh, from what I see, Cambus can't keep up with it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if he's going to, you know, just Cambus yeah, can't keep up with him footwork-wise. Cambosis yeah. is a forward guy. He's coming forward. He's trying to get at you. And his step back every now and again is trying to be cute. No. That's not the hint. Like, Lomachenko is, he, his brain is going to outbox, you know, Cambus' body. That's what I see. It. He, Yes it be kind of okay.
1: up. one last question for all of you. Um, who is canelo's uh mandatory? Does anybody know,
0: I, you know I, what, am- I know
3: let me say this. I know David Benavidez is sitting on one of the mandatory positions, but I don't know uh when you have the you know more than one belt, there's a rotating thing, so I don't know who yeah. the next in line for the mandatory and he could be at a point where, it could, well, it seems like Charlo would have been. Ryder was a mandatory, I'm sure, and then Charlo was probably a voluntary defense. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it matters. I, I don't think it matters at all because Canelo's going to do what Canelo's going to do. He kind of gets to his past, right? So
1: we know that he, we, it's always a sure thing. He's going to do it in uh, Mexico on uh, May 5th because he loves that. these seems to be his uh, day. Or anywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, guys, I want to thank you everybody for being you uh, know time and being so well informed. Uh, we get uh, we get notices, uh, emails every day about how people enjoy the program and and uh, how much uh, they enjoy the fact that. Uh, it's a, a give and take, and it, uh, you know, we just wish they would call in and uh, let everybody know, let you guys know that how good you are. So, uh, again, thanks very much for everything. Uh, see, Ty, you want to lead us out?
3: Hey, it was great being on with you guys. We sincerely miss you guys, and it's great to, that you. you're having such a great New Year. Wish you all well. Bob is your co-pilot. Coach Mel's watching over us. Doctor Chris keeps us laughing. Everyone, please have a wonderful week. Be well. Okay, Z. Oh, another wonderful story. Uh, this makes my week. As I say, <laughs> every week is really good. I want to thank uh, Tony, Sai, all my fighting Words family. You shows are definitely in memory of Bob, Coach Nolan, Dr. Chris. Anyone wants to hear any fighting words?
1: Please do call. You okay? Huh?
3: Tony?
2: Glad to see uh, Ty and Z back in the uh, in the mix here. Missed you guys, and seems like it's been a while since all of us have been on. Um, and I want to just pay respects to that trooper, the Florida trooper, again here before we call it tonight. Um, prayers to his family and to the FHP
1: community for their
2: loss, and um, we'll all
1: be praying for him. Yeah, we've added him to our uh, our call out list. Um again, uh, I wanna thank everybody for listening. These papers are brought to you each and every night of the week in a grateful appreciation. to so The men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women police fire services, the doctors, the nurses and course the first the responders to COVID, and of course the people that stock the shelves in the supermarket. Uh please when you're out there and you see anybody in uniform, please let them know you're there. They know that you know they're there. Not everybody's a bad guy, not everybody's looking to to knock anybody off. Please, uh if you have a chance, uh, just, just have a good thought uh, on Tuesday when they bury uh, uh, Troopers Act. Um, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives on the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Patrolman Jeffrey Cur- uh, I'm sorry, David Curtis, Patrolman, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler. Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office. <clears throat> Trooper Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department. Deputy Chief Mike Gomlin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris LaVake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Anophil of Kristen, Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Artith Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Fikas, Wilmington Fire Department. Super Joe uh, Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Super Charles, Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Cooper Zachary Benn, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogle, Longwood Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Chief, uh, I'm sorry, Deputy Mike Hargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Blaine Lane and Deputy Chris Meyer, Paul County Sheriff's Department, Sergeant Chris, Christopher Fitzgerald, Philadelphia Sheriff's Department, Tem- Temple University Police Department, and Sergeant uh, Ronald Rodriguez, Philadelphia Airport Police, Philadelphia Police. My brothers and sisters, so that you may be 10-7 at this point in time, but sometime you'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields, and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hallow of His hand. Good God bless and I have a great week. <laughs> Bye. dispatch to 1999. County dispatch to 1999. County dispatch to 1999. All units be advised, 1999 has responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul. Thank you, Bob. We love you and we miss you.